Todd. It's Todd. It's Jimmy. And Emily. And it's every playlist. I'm the third. Tells us, yeah. I'm the third all the time. Okay. And it's every playlist tells a story, us three combined. <clears throat> yeah, the, the trilogy. I really, I really never know what I'm going to do on that intro until I hit record. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I'm sorry. I know you weren't. You stopped. The whole Zoom thing is... Um, the Zooms, yeah, it's difficult. I understand. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird to like be going through my notes like last week and knowing you guys are looking at me, but I can't see either one of you. So you guys could be making faces. And well, I, will, I, I will say the image is very... I feel like, especially with that new background you got going on, it's very <laughs> conspiracy theory ish if you will like coast to coast am a little bit a little bit yeah yeah I'm, uh, yeah some gra- <laughs> grabbing me a little screenshot of this for future use i mean i can go back to epcot if you want no 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 no. this is the no, one i like this one yeah this i got is san the francisco one. bridge too no no this is the one i'll send this to you in a bit get your approval <laughs> oh god <laughs> This could very I didn't realize well, you couldn't see us. This is this could very well be the new uh new podcast logo. Oh jeez. <laughs> All right. Um hey, this is Thanksgiving week episode. Yesterday when this plays, yesterday was Thanksgiving. What? Now where's this rank in your holidays? I know it's my least favorite. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's no fourth of July, it's no Christmas, but it's not bad. It's I mean, it's good food. Hard to argue with that. Delicious. I think it was up on Emily. Yeah. That's pretty high. If I remember right. I like it. I'm going to like it a lot this year because I'm home for it. The four years I spent Thanksgiving by myself because I didn't That's live right. near family and I worked. It, so I always had to do the Black Friday or as we called it, Blick Friday because I worked at Blick Art Material. Oh, um I could never drive home. So I would, I actually enjoyed it though. I was just in my pajamas all day. I was decorating for Christmas and I made whatever food I wanted to eat. Good so for you. It was nice. But this year I get to be with the family and participate and uh, I get the whole weekend off. And I just don't know what to do with myself except for be happy and thankful. That's right. And Jimmy, what about you? What are you going to do for Thanksgiving? Uh, Circus? For the 25th year in a row, I will have the, the circus involved in my life. And, uh, yeah, that's why it ranks pretty low. All <laughs> they uh, top 10, if it's mm-hmm. even in the top 10. But, uh, you know, I'll make the most of it. We'll, we'll do family where we can. I know my sister is getting married. What? I'm sorry. I just sent you. I just sent you guys the screenshot. I can't focus because it's magic. (laughs) I think I'm going to make it my background. I think John, it's pretty good. (laughs) Jimmy's looking. I don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) You're like uh, Thanksgiving. Your sister's getting married. Oh yeah, she. That's on Saturday, so we'll have that action. And uh, Kat's family's having. Thanksgiving, so okay. Love that. A lot of busy stuff. All right. Well, I'm gonna jump in real quick. Um, let me find where I had it. I had a bunch of stuff pulled up here. We got an email on the Gmail account, so I was happy about that. I think I sent it to you yeah. guys. Yeah, almost found it, and boom. So yeah, we got an email from Susie. Susie says, could you do an episode of breakup songs and talk about how those songs got you through your breakups? I'd also like to hear about your favorite nostalgia songs and stories about what those songs remind you of. So we're going to have to plug that into the the mix on the future. So breakup yeah, songs. I like that. <laughs> a lot of heartbreak in this room right here. Cindy Lopper's time after time. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, yeah, you start there and work back. That's when right? you broke up with Cindy Lopper. We're not really breaking up. I I will be there for you, time after time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Breakup songs and what was the other one? Uh, breakup songs and nostalgia songs. Favorite nostalgia songs and stories about what those songs remind you of. Oh, like oh, it reminds me of 
hanging out or a certain night or that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm suspecting she means by that. What what that what I tie it to? I've already got one. Starting okay. to list early. She's going. <laughs> it's a good yeah. one. She's off and running. And then uh I got this text from my brother about maybe a top five parody songs list. But I I I'm trying to figure it out. Is there anybody but Weird Al Yankovic that does parody songs? I can't um, think of anybody else that does has like successfully accomplished it. Eddie Murphy, Boogie in Your Butt. No, I don't know. That's, that's original. That's a cover. That's a I cover. know it's original. <laughs> Boogie a, in Your Butt is a. That's just comedy. Yeah, I'm yeah. Saying, I don't think there is a. Yeah. That's not the Weird Al. I think Al's kind of got the market cornered on that. I guess we could do a favorite Weird Al top five, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll reach out to him and find out what exactly he means. Yeah, like uh, Rye Rye or the Kaiser instead of uh, Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, maybe maybe he's looking for us to come up with something original. Can he give us his top five parody songs? Ooh, okay. Actually show up on here and join his brother and have brotherly conversations. Stuff we don't uh, that's yeah, what I, uh, I think the last time I suggested he come on the show, he responded with the little ha ha, like where you can click a text and yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's odd seeing well, him in public because he kind of looks like you. I mean, it's like it looks like Todd, but it ain't Todd. You know, it's just one of those kind of right. You know, you feel like you're on a different. You know, in the parallel world, there, you know, Todd's just a little different there. That's right. <laughs> slightly altered yeah. version. Yeah, slightly if altered. He if he doesn't want to come on, he can always just send his list. Yeah, no, I, yeah. And, and I know he listens because I get texts from him from time to time pretty well immediately. So, so I only have to text him when you're listening to this, Ryan, just put your list together and send it to me. Yeah, and we'll go, we'll go from there. Include a toenail with it. Oh my God! Do you know the toenail stuff, Em? I don't know. No. Quick recap: He smashed a toe years ago. Took a uh-huh. picture of the damaged. I mean, like a close-up picture of the damaged toenail. Yeah. And so, for many years of uh, Christmas or family gatherings, family comes over, everybody leaves. I'd find these. I mean, I guess he went to Walmart and got like thousand fucking prints of this thing made. <laughs> And so I'd find, you know, you, you get, you know, a big picture frame in your house. that has got like 30 pictures of it. Well, tucked in the corner of it, there's a fucking toenail picture. Or I get get in the car and open the visor to fucking look in the mirror for something. And there's a fucking toenail picture in That's it. That's hilarious. Went on for years. Well, it, it all came to to conclusion a couple Christmases ago where, you know how you can take a picture and send it to Walmart and I'll make you a big blanket? Oh, yes. Got a very big blanket of a toenail. Oh, that's so disgusting. Yeah. And when when I got when I got it and brought it in, uh-huh. Misty said, that is not staying in our house. That should have been your backdrop tonight. Uh, yeah, I know. No, it's it is boxed up, tucked very, very far away, so it can't even be accidentally found. I mean, it is oh, wow. it is it is unsettling. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Feet are so gross anyway. All right. Mm. It inspires me the next time we do Zoom, I'm definitely gonna work on my backdrops. Okay. We need, to, we need to up our backdrop game. Challenge accepted. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's see how ridiculous uh, we can be. Right. Okay. I know what I'm using. I know what I'm going with. Fucking <laughs> easy for me. <sighs> That's all I got. What do you guys got before we jump into my my stuff this week? Uh, we got a, another top five, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. What do we got? Yes. What are we doing this week? Uh, top five Thanksgiving songs? Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving songs. Yeah. This was a challenging one. Okay. So, so that means you hmm? What'd you say? I mean, Emily starts in. Uh, yeah, okay. You always lead. You have to keep the tradition going. That's what Thanksgiving all right. is all about. Well, thank you. I'm thankful for that. Um, I'm just going to start off. Let's do... Home by Michael Bublé. Nice. You know, family coming yeah. home. Everybody's traveling. Right. Get all the feels when you hear that song. And you're just like, oh, 
Okay. And then you eat turkey. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go next. I did uh, the Ray Charles mess around from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. How's that tie in the... Oh, the movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. From, since he's trying to get home for Thanksgiving. So You're long. familiar with that song or movie? What'd you say, Chip? I haven't watched it. You haven't watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? No. Oh, I don't want to say it out loud, but I haven't. I know I would love it. I know I would. Don't. Mm, are you are you waiting for the remake with Kevin Hart to come out? <laughs> or... And the, the Rock? Kevin Hart and the Rock, right? No, thank you. Oh, my God. Go watch that, please. Okay. This, remember, these I are... Will. These are not pillows. That's the key. <laughs> That's the key statement. Yeah. Those yeah. are not All pillows. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I got on yeah. my list to do during the Thanksgiving holiday. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, the Ray Charles mess around is, is my Thanksgiving memory song, if you will. Oh, Steve Martin in that movie. This guy is fantastic. Steve Martin is fantastic. He's a great actor. Yep. All right. What do you got, Jim? Oh, um, okay, so I found this, I had a barbecue blues CD, it was like a medley of songs about barbecue and blues music, and this one's from 1958, uh-huh. it's Please Pass the Biscuits by Andre Williams. Okay. It is a, have you, either one of you ever heard this song? No. I don't think so. It is basically, he is, this entire song is him at the wrong corner of like a long, family style table that's it's family style food you know everything's being passed around right the biscuits are on the far side oh he yeah. six or seven people to help him out and the entire song he's just trying to yell for somebody to pass the biscuits <laughs> and, and in between he's like dogging out all the family members at the table they only show oh, up yeah. when it's time to eat a family meal and <laughs> some of them and one guy's too fat the other one don't even shouldn't even be here because i don't see him any other time of year He's bitching the entire time while he's waiting on these biscuits. It's a oh, it's that fantastic. great. Yeah. It's a like that. good Thanksgiving um song. Okay. What else you got, Emily? All right. Um, I have Thank You by Led Zeppelin. Well, that was on my list. Was it? Yeah. It's a good song. It's a good one. I like the Chris Cornell version too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Chris Cornell, anything he does is great. Uh, the, I mean, I'm a big fan, but that record he did that was kind of poppy. You weren't a fan of that one, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, with the Michael Jackson song? I think so, yeah. I forgot about that one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write on your thank you on that one as well, because I got a pretty short list. So. Okay. Skip over to Jimmy here. What do you got, dude? Oh, well, this was on the Autumn Top 5 also, the Thanksgiving theme, uh, Charlie Brown, Vince Giraldi. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either that or, like I said, either that or the uh, what are those, the, the pumpkin melody song. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. But, yeah, it's Charlie Brown, jazz. Can't beat that on the holiday like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, we are family by Sister Sledge. Gotcha. Good you are going for a theme here. You are happy to be home. Look at this. look at these songs. Yeah. I do. I like my family. Yeah. I enjoy them. So yeah. I uh I struggled kind of coming up with songs for this list. So I kind of just did a look at the you know Thanksgiving Day songs and just kind of went through and what I forgot about the uh, James Brown has something called Do the Mashed Potato. Oh, so nice. I've added that to my list. That sounded like the line from Chubby Checkers The Twist. Well, 1959 yeah. could very well be. Oh, wait, no, that what was the I Can Mash Potato? Wasn't that in Dirty Dancing? That was that's Dirty what, Dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, got it. All right. What else yeah. you got, Jim? Oh, me again. Uh, I'm going. Off the 79 De Guelo album. You know what I'm talking about, Todd? It's an easy top record. Easy top. I want, uh, you didn't have to love me like you did, but you did, but you did. Oh. And yeah. I thank you. That's right. 
Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what a wonderful world, Louis nice. Armstrong. It's a great song. Yes. Oh, that was my that was our wedding song. Was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, beautiful song. Sweet. Yeah. God, I'm so glad I didn't say anything mean about it. <laughs> oh, that sucks, balls. That's <laughs> it's a good song. Someone probably chose that for their wedding. I bet somebody used that at their wedding, yeah. You're sending a little crap. <laughs> no, I think that's very sweet. What a great song. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, let's see. Next one on my list. Let me guess. Uh, Cinderella's coming home. No, uh, Wasp, Fuck Like a Beast. <laughs> that, uh, that'd go good with the uh, cheese, I guess. Well, yeah. No, um, you know, I went with, I mean, I started going generic on this because I was struggling, but the Adam Sandler, he's got that Thanksgiving song. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. So, and I'm trying not to steal the one that I believe you'll obviously do. So, no, I'll let you have it. No, 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 no. I don't want it. Okay. Somebody take it. Is it me? It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Zoom. Zoom is incredible. I, we should do this every time. Well, you know what? If my schedule stays the same, we might be. Okay. I can't wait. <laughs> that way I can start figuring out my backdrops. Mm -hmm. All right. So next up, uh, I eat too much. I drink too much. I want too much. Too much. Emily, any idea? Dave How's Matthews. It? Dave Matthews. Oh, I was going to say Diamond David. Dave Matthews. Diamond Probably David One Matthews. song. I <laughs> Yeah, Diamond David Lee Matthews. That's, yes, that's perfect for overeating <laughs> on Thanksgiving. That is a good one. Why didn't I think of that? Dang it. That was a good <laughs> one. All right. Um, now this one, I, I was just trying to listen to songs to see what fit, and I just started listening to music, and uh, this song came on. I was like, God, I love this song so much, and I thought, well, you say your prayers at Thanksgiving, so this kind of goes along with it. Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley. Yeah, that's a good one. So, I love Jeff Buckley anyway. So, um, yeah, beautiful song. I know it's a cover, but it's it's still beautiful. I like that version the best. Yeah, yep. And I'm all out of songs, so. Oh come on! I'll give you that one. I pun it to you. You take it. The the Duke Tomato, Eat Me, I'm a Turkey. The, the, there's, is there a better Thanksgiving song than that? It's about, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a solid. It's a solid. It's and a Emily, solid. Are you familiar with this song? I'm not. It, it's basically a turkey. It's uh, gold. Proud to donate its carcass uh, for the holiday. It's he's nice. The turkey's singing the song. And uh, okay. Lou Gehrig's speech at the end. You know, he regrets that he can only have one carcass to uh to donate. And then they right in the middle of the speech, they cut his head off. Oh gosh. Oh <laughs> the video's great. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Okay. And I'm with Todd. We'll share that one, Todd. All right, perfect. All right. That's that's it for me. You got anything else on your list, Em? No, I've got a Thanksgiving story of why I like Thanksgiving too. Okay, let's hear it. I want to hear a little story. It's something, uh, something I'm proud of. I think you guys know it, but uh, one special, one thing that makes Thanksgiving special for me is I danced in the Macy's Parade yep, when I was did. a senior in high school. So I spent wow. uh, my Thanksgiving on a yacht going around the Statue of Liberty with like 400 other people. It was, wow. it was a lot of fun. It was a really good time. So that was a big moment for me because, you know, I was really into my dancing back then. So I danced two different dances, opened it, and then uh, had another dance I had to do a little bit later with Lorna Luft from Greece to Judy Garland's daughter. Okay. So, hmm. yeah. Now, did you follow, you know, how some of the on YouTube? I'm curious if you were like, like behind a float, in front of a float. Do you remember any of that? Like, were you following well, or something? I don't remember who I was with. I know the video is on YouTube. You can catch it on there. But um, I don't know. I only know is the opening number was us. And 
I was facing the back by Macy's and I was kind of sad I wasn't in the front, you know, by the cameras. But John Schneider from Dukes of Hazard, who was my favorite, he was getting ready to sing next and he was uh, watching watching my direction so oh. i was excited because bo duke watched me bo Damn. duke was watching you do your thing that was complete he was yeah so <laughs> and i met kelsey Grammer too he was there when we were rehearsing so okay. it's a strange tall. combination of people but macy's parade has a strange combination of people so right. yeah it, it, it's a little bizarre especially at that time when kiss played on one of the floats and they weren't playing early. They were just there lip syncing. It was a, uh, yeah, interesting, but it's all lip syncing. That's yeah. Yeah. I think it's all pre-programmed. It is. So, okay. Yeah. yeah cool. That was yeah. very cool. Was okay. it cold? Was the weather good? It was miserable. It was miserably cold. Uh, we had to walk, from we stayed in Times Square and had to walk to Macy's, which was a few blocks at four in the morning. And it was just we couldn't wear coats or anything. So we had to wear our costumes. And yeah. uh yeah, it was really cold. It was very cold. But I mean, good lord, look what we were doing. You can't complain. It was a blast. Yeah. Spent a week there and it was I took a dance class from a choreographer that choreographed Michael Jackson, which was really exciting to me yes exactly he well, was yeah, i was gonna say the same guy the billy square video i yeah. learned a lot of those dance moves um we had a bed with satin sheets i rolled around on and uh <laughs> just kidding they said okay now <laughs> tiger give me tiger, <laughs> give me tiger. <laughs> uh, but yeah that's my little my little fun story from my youth i don't have those kind of stories as an adult so okay well, not yet, anyway. Mm. True. Got to leave the door open. <laughs> All right. So, anybody have anything they want to talk about before I jump into my nonsense this week? I think we're done. Okay. All right. Yeah, share my story. All right. Well, I am going to take us on a journey that was inspired by a Jimmy episode a couple weeks ago with your little runner playlist. <laughs> I put together a playlist that has been cultivating and percolating for several weeks now. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll just do one on this one. This is this is one of, I've been waiting on this one. You've been yeah. waiting on Billy Squire. I'm waiting. I was waiting on this one. Yeah. We've talked about this a little bit in the past. So, so I, I, I don't even know what to call this. I'm, I guess my eighties metal playlist. I don't, I don't know. This is, just call it the golden age. The golden age. That's a good one. I'm going to write that down before I forget it. Golden age. So basically, these these are a list of songs that, you know, they're songs you listen to a lot. These are songs that I don't necessarily listen to a lot, but they hold a special place in my heart for whatever reason related to that golden age of of, of time. And um, it's it's really weird. I've been very careful with this list. To, to not just haphazardly throw things on it. Um, I've, I've taken my time with it, and I feel like every one of these songs belongs on this list and is a solid, solid addition to the list. Um, and if something comes to mind that I think I'm going to add to this list, I, I, I really sit and think on it. I don't just throw stuff on there. So there's a couple, there are a couple in the waiting inbox right now, um, but we'll see how it goes. But um, to me, it's like uh, it's a movie soundtrack for a time in your life from what, like 16? Uh, yeah, if you were going to do well, if, for me, this is kind of a, if you're going to do a summer of 1980 something, maybe the the summer after high school. This yeah. is this is the this is the list. This is this is what have been. This is these are the songs that would have been on the cassette compilations i put together if i could put time in a bottle there you go <laughs> jim jim grochi renier <laughs> all right the first one the one that started this whole thing and i have no idea and this is a song that will pop into my head every now and again emily emily really likes that jim grochi renier thing i'm totally writing it down yeah yeah, yeah it's good stuff <laughs> 
this first song is the one that started it all. It pops in my head every now and again. Uh, band called Jet Boy. Song was called Feel the Shake. Been, I went through all these songs and I, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I yeah. don't remember it, but I, I like it. Oh it, my God. This one, when this came out, this I was like, hell yeah, because this is an LA band that had a singer with a mohawk. Stage presence, uh, like unheard no. of, unheard of. Uh, released in 1988. Again, singer with the mohawk. Uh, up to now, that mohawk thing was really kind of reserved for punk rock bands. So this was a groundbreaking uh, fashion technology, if you will. Uh, did a quick, just a little bit of reading about it. Uh, I found an article from 2017 from something called Sleaze Rocks, R-O-X-X dot com. And um, the quote was, Feel the Shake is obviously the Jet Boy anthem built on a simple but catchy guitar riff. The song really takes off when the singer Mickey Finn starts his raspy delivery and the track starts building to the easy-to-sing-along chorus. It's one of the great anthems of the 80s era. And to me, this song, you know, if you go back to 1984, you got Autograph telling you to turn up the radio everywhere you went. This, I, I think this is, I think this is maybe an answer to it. This had, it had some potential, but it never quite took off. They never, I think the Mohawk scared people. But the Jet Boy Feel the Shake, that's, that's the one that starts it off. Okay. From, from there, I dive into, are you familiar with the, I believe they're a Swedish band called the Pretty Maids? You know, when you said this, uh, it seems like a lot of the, when you first time you sent this to me, I started listening to songs like, oh my God, I completely forgot about, yeah. about every song on here. I was like, oh, sh I guess Pretty Maids. I completely forgot about this band. Yeah. Fantastic song. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Uh, Pretty Maids, the, the, the song's called Future World off the Future World album. They started as a cover band in 1981, mostly playing Thin Lizzy covers. Wow. This song was released in 1987 and recorded with producer Eddie Kramer, who also worked with Hendrix, Beatles, Rolling Stones, Zeppelin, Kings, Kiss, Anthrax, Whitesnake, Loudness. Yeah, Kramer Guitars. Eddie yeah. Band, a big fan of them. Yep. So uh, started recording this album. The collaboration didn't work out. It said that Kramer fell asleep at the console during recording of the record. <laughs> That's not and good. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Fleming Rasmussen. Ring any bells, anyone? Rasmussen? Yep. Wasn't he uh, the Russian uh, psychic? Well, the, the close cousin. Uh, Fleming, uh, responsible for Metallica's Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, and Justice, for, and Justice for All, as well as working with Rainbow and Morbid Angel. Wow, um, Rainbow Morbid Angel. It's yeah, another one of those rock and roll producers that kind of has a little bit of name recognition. He came in and ended up producing uh, more of the hard rocking songs. And uh, he would go from there to record, uh, to have a record produced by Deep Purple, or they would go on to have a record produced by Deep Purple bassist Roger Glover. You guys are huge in Japan, large fan base in Japan. They've released 17 records, uh, and two of them were compilations. So wow. that's, I mean, for a band nobody's ever heard of, barely. Uh, and then for me, this song is very Europe, the final countdown, kind of your keyboard era kind of stuff. Uh, the the vocal style of this guy, there's some really nice singing to it. And then he gets really angry and uh, gets deep and stuff. And then it goes back to nice. And it's a fun little song. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm waiting for Jimmy to add stuff to this, too. Wow. Well, <laughs> I, I was trying to think you brought up Eddie Kramer. I remember he got hired by ACDC to do the Highway to Hell album, and they fired him because they wanted him to, to well, first get rid of Bon Scott, but then they, with the final, but yeah, they wanted, he wanted ACDC to cover Spencer Davis Group's song, Give, Give Me Some Lovin'. And he wanted that on the Highway to Hell album, and they told him, yeah. That's my favorite Eddie Kramer story. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll keep Bond and you can go screw yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so from uh, the Pretty Maids, and, and these, it's 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 one of those things, I don't know if it happens to you, but like the, these songs just will pop into my head. 
out of nowhere. Um, the next one was uh, the song Walking Shoes by Tora Tora. <laughs> Jimmy shaking his head, wiping his face. I mean, I, it takes me back to 1989, and it's not pretty. <laughs> not pretty. So uh, the Tora Tora was a Memphis, Tennessee band formed in 1985. Uh, this song Walking Shoes came from the 1989 Surprise Attack record. It's said to be it's said to be the first band from Memphis to have a music video on MTV with this song. I think I've seen some articles that kind of dispute that, but I didn't, you know, it is what it is. Uh, this song showcases a little more of the bluesy feel when it came to hair metal rock than the normal hair metal sound. Um, nice little bass breakdown in the middle of the guitar solo. I kind of like that little walking thing. Kind of reminds me of the Cinderella bluesy inspired sound uh, developed in 1988 with Long Cold Winter. Uh, kind of for whatever reason reminds me of that record, but I haven't, you know, there's no Cinderella songs on this list as of yet. Um, from Tora Tora's Walking Shoes, Kicks, baby. K-I-X. Mm. Cold Blood. <laughs> Jimmy, thoughts? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> I was there. Uh, I was there. Yeah, all right. Yeah, great song. That I was 18 and yeah, out of control. Kick, and was, Kicks remains to be one of my favorite lesser known rock bands. I, I, there's something about them. I don't think they could, there's, there's, I think there's too many triggering lyrics, uh, for this day and age of political correctness. I, you know, I don't, I don't think a song called don't tell me no tell me yeah 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 makes it in today's society uh, but in the 80s man all bets were off so then kicks formed in 1977 calling themselves shoes s-h-o-o-z-e uh described themselves as a tongue-in-cheek rock and roll did the blow my fuse record in 1988 which uh, had the powerful ballad which rocketed them to stardom as close as they were going to get anyway to the Don't Close Your Eyes ballad. That was their biggest hit. Yeah, that was the I one. That's, that's as close as I they got to the sun. You do? I do know that one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, they also had a song on there called No Ring Around Rosie. It was on the Johnny B. Good starring Anthony Michael Hall and Robbie Downey Jr. football feel-good movie. But you will die. You will go to your grave saying that's a great movie. Fucking love it. Yeah, no. I don't know about great, but very good i enjoy it uh, that johnny that judas priest cover yeah yeah the, yeah johnny be good priest it, cover shut down priest for quite a while after yeah. that yeah okay that's the one that did it wasn't turbo turbo didn't shut you down it was the johnny b well it was on the turbo record wasn't it no it was on ram it down oh okay my mistake yeah. ram it down yeah which i think yeah i wasn't a fan of that a painkiller I like to follow up to ram it down, but ram it down was just ridiculous. Okay. Uh, again, Kicks, one of the most underrated bands of that era, in my opinion. The good time rock and roll, got some goofiness, playfulness throughout some of the songs, but I, I've always been a fan of that band. So uh, that one, I remember I was doing a show in Atlanta and you get a song stuck in your head and you end up singing it all day. That was, it just, I spent the whole day with that stupid cold blooded song in my head so i'm thinking about right right about this time is when i said you know what i am going to start a playlist on spotify and as as these songs kind of keep coming to me i'm just going to develop this list because again these are all songs i'm not going to listen to them every day i'm not going to listen to them every week or every month twice a year once every two years i'm going to get a hanker and to pull this list up and and just listen to these things so this is this is the point where i started building that list and again i travel a bunch i do a lot of driving um and just you think about weird shit when you're driving hours overnight going from one town to another so i went uh i went from kicks uh shotgun messiah heartbreak boulevard baby swedish glam metal band formerly known as kingpin but changed their name when they moved to hollywood uh their style of music by the Washington Post called them cocky, loud, and rough. And they were kind of a hybrid of metal, rap, pop, classic rock. Uh, they they kind of had a lot going on there. It was kind of the beginning of the industrial rock and roll age, if you will. Would you agree, Jim? 
Yeah, they tried to be grunge, but that was pre-grunge, pre-pre-grunge. Yeah. Interesting lead singer. Yeah. Yep. Um, hey, I, I have to ask, what was your day-to-day existence like in 1989? If these are the songs it's that were going through your head. Getting high and listening to rock and roll, baby. I mean, where, where were you working at? Uh, in 89, I would have been working at the gas station or just starting at the record store. Okay, so you were at Cats? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I would have been at the record store, kind of that 89 era, I believe, yeah. Right. Yeah, I was um, just I was at Bueller's Bilo, if you know. Because yeah. We might have bumped into each other. And never I'm know. sure we did. I'm sure we did. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, it's a ridiculous rock song. But there's a little na 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 part in it. There's the guitar pick scraping on the. Str- I don't know what the fuck I like about it, but it's just it's it it got me. It sticks with me. Uh, and then their next record was a transition into more of an industrial rock feel uh, album called Violent New Breed. Came out in '93. And you remember when Billy Idol did that cyberpunk record in '93? Recorded it on his computer after his motorcycle you accident. Forced me to listen to it. I remember that. Yeah, you made I- me listen to it. Yeah, not a bad record, but this is probably where my industrial music, heavy whatever ministry and skinny puppy and all that stuff is. It probably all stems from this. So, um, take a sharp turn. Can I ask Emily a question? In in '89, what would you say is your like? What what, cassettes did you have that you were uh, dancing to? What'd you oh have on my way over at records tapes and tickets? <laughs> um, 89. Gosh, that was what I was a freshman in high school. Um, I don't know. I don't remember years very well. I was probably listening to Def Leppard, uh, Bon Jovi. That was a big year for Bon Jovi. The yeah. uh, Jersey album. Loved, loved Bon Jovi so much. I saw them in concert at Robert Stadium. Uh, Skid Row opened. Nice. And it was magical. That's when I discovered Skid Row. Yeah. It, that was a big um, year for Skid Row. Yeah. yeah. Youth Gone Wild. Yep. Mm. And uh, Good. Slaughter Up All Night. Mm-hmm. I love Slaughter. Uh, a funny story. Well, it's not that funny. My uh, grandfather, when he passed away, Fly to the Angels by Slaughter was was about and it was like that was a dedication to my grandfather. Awesome. <laughs> oh, sorry, Grandpa. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Probably picked up from his uh, 1989, but not. We'll go with the actual 1989. All right. Now, that was a popular funeral song, though. He wasn't the only one. I'd heard of that. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that, I don't feel so bad. You weren't alone with that one. Okay, okay just curious. All right, All right from, uh, let's see, what did I just do? I just did Shotgun Messiah. Man, from here, Vince Neal, you're invited, but your friends can't come. From what so- The only song I know on the list. Solo Vince Neal. <laughs> what soundtrack? This is, uh, oh, shit, what was that? Um, you didn't even see no man? Mm-hmm. Polly yeah. Shore. Polly Shore, yeah. And Emily, you said this is the one you knew, right? From that list I sent? That was I knew, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So Vince Neal, obviously Motley Crue lead singer. We talked about him a little bit last week. Uh exposed album released in 1993 after he left Motley Crue in 92. Uh and I, I it took me a little bit as I was listening to the song. Billy Idol's guitarist, Steve Stevens, who I think is one of the greatest. I love everything about that dude. He's on the record. Um, there's a toy gun effect in the guitar solo. I think I've talked about a video you can Google where he shows how he uses the toy gun for his guitar solo effects. Um, the, so what's interesting about this song, there are two videos. And the videos have two different solos. So if you watch the traditional video it is based on the encino man movie and it's a lot of footage from that 
the guitar solo is just a regular old guitar solo, not, nothing fancy about it. You have to look up the live video version of Vince Neil performing this. It's probably some MTV award show or something. But Steve Stevens is on there, has the ray gun. Freaking awesome. Not as good as the recorded version, but it's fucking awesome. A um, couple other people, and I'm going to say his name wrong, but the Phil Susan on bass of the song, Ozzy, bass player. Am I saying that right, Jim? You know what I'm talking no. about? Not familiar. It's not ringing the bell. Like the early Ozzy stuff, the Diary of a Madman. and well, That was Bob Daisley and, uh, and Rudy Sarzo came in. Okay, I'm thinking of something else then. But he, Phil was on there. Robbie Crane, who would go on to be in Rat and a bunch of the other hair band. He was kind of the, when somebody left a, a hair band, it seemed like Robbie Crane was always popping up playing bass or guitar. And I think he was on it at some point. Um, got a huge Motley Crue sound. I mean, if you could play this song next to a Motley Crue song and think they're both the same band. Um, yeah, it's just... For me, straight heat on this song. This this song's just, I mean, of of my entire list, this is this is the one that jumps out at this point. It's like, man, I just can't wait to get to that song. <laughs> so do you uh, have, a, I mean, do you have a memory first time ever hearing these songs and going? I wish I did, but man, it's just it's just in your it was just in your late eighties, man. It's early nineties. It's you know, just about rock and roll and good times, baby. <laughs> a lot of headaches the next morning. It could be, could have been, probably were. Yeah, you're right. I look at this list, and I'm just thinking, oh man, I was hungover a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my next one uh, went. I go from the Vince Neil. I jump into the Lynch Mob. Wicked sensation. George Lynch from Dokken. Yeah, that was his first solo, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, released in 1990 in the wake of the Dokken breakup. Mick Brown from Dokken, drummer, was also on this uh, on this record. When when I went back to listen to this song again, it's got that, that wah kind of reminds me, maybe that's where Disturbed stole it from. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, let's see, August 2020, George Lynch revealed that he was no longer going to release music or tour under the Lynch Mob band name due to its racial connotations. Uh, I have recently read uh, Evidently Change of Heart. Lynch Mob is once again performing under that name on some cruise or something. So, Unless it pays well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's all I've really got about that one. From Lynch Mob, I jump into Bang Tango. And man, I'm going to say, again, this list has taken months and months to create, and it's still ongoing. I've just recently added one the other day. So... Um, Bang Tango, Someone Like You, Psycho, Psycho Cafe album in 1989. Uh, let's very, see. Very unique singing style for that one. You know what? For the hair band era, they were a very standout. They were different. I don't I don't know how to describe them. They weren't the straightforward. Is unique in a way in Ian Ashbury's unique. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From the cult. Words. Yep. Uh, let's see. There's supposedly a movie, Attack of Life, the Bang Tango movie. I've not seen it. Uh, haven't even really started looking for it. Not sure I'm gonna. Uh, Bang Tango. Number, this About the number, history? The history of I, Bang I Tango? I think it has something to do with, like, you know, after they got big and then maybe started fading away. I don't really know, to be honest. The downfall. I read a little. It, seemed, it, it didn't seem like anything. I, was, I mean, I like this song. You know, I'm not going to go deep dive into the band over one song. When they thought about doing a musical rejector ripper, probably, yeah. We've got so many options in front of us. Yeah, uh, the one thing about this man, the beginning of that song, got that little bass intro, man. I don't know what it is. I, there's, there's a ba there seems to be a bass theme going on on this list too. Um, but yeah, I, I love that little bass intro, and I say, let that bass shine, baby. <laughs> From there, uh, man, faster pussycat, bathroom wall. Watching Jimmy shake his head. Okay. <laughs> faster pussycat <laughs> debut album, 1987. What's wrong with you? Every one of these songs are just like, wow. Yeah. That, you forget. You just forget. Yeah. yeah I, I remember that song now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. This album is generally seen as being a pure glam metal record. Uh, there's something eerily familiar about the sound of this song from day one. I can't quite put my finger on what it is. I don't know if it it reminds me of like a fifties rock, a Billy swing or something. I don't I don't know what it is about the song, but this song has stuck with me for years. I just freaking love it. Um, and I love the it, it got me thinking too about bathroom wall artwork, whatever you want to call it. You don't see so much of that around anymore, man. You know, it's it used to be you know back when we were kids, you couldn't walk into a public stall without having phone numbers or fucking. <laughs> jimmy's an asshole or whatever the hell it was yeah like i remember the one the first one that came to mind was someone wrote jesus loves you and somebody else came in later with a different colored ink pen and it says and your water slide <laughs> 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 stuff like that you know yeah yeah the, and then you know the classic here i sit brokenhearted came to poop only farted <laughs> we don't have poetry like that anymore man Shakespeare. Bathroom humor. Bathroom humor. <laughs> no, this, this song, it, you, if you say it was somebody like Brownsville Station or a 70s band like that, yeah, I would believe you. It's got that kind of feel. Yeah, it's, it's, I just, I can't, it's, it's, it's oddly familiar, but whatever. Um, from there, I jump into Electric Boys, All Lips and Hips. I don't know what it is about this fucking song. I've never owned the record, never owned the tape. I remember seeing the video on MTV. I remember probably hearing it, but there's something about this that, and I resisted putting this on the list for a long time and it's, it made it. I, I don't know what, I don't know what to say about it. Swedish band, 1990 released in America after Bob Rock remixed it. Sweet sitar work at the beginning of this thing, man, that really has no reason to belong there. I don't know why any of that's in there. But uh, maybe, maybe, it, maybe it lives there to serve as inspiration for Metallica's wherever I may roam. Maybe that's why. Eighty-nine was a unique set of songs, and this is just another example. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but again, a fun little song, and just again, I, I resist it, but it, it. Oh, at the end of the day, it won. I, it made the list. Um, so after Electric Boys, all lips and hips band called choir boys song called seven o'clock uh formerly known as the london choir boys which is what i remember them as when i bought the record and prior to that were known as the london queer boys and then the queer boys if you're a fan of rod stewart is prime this is this is a record for you hmm. yeah uh, i remember a song called sex party off of that album yeah yep yep yeah fun little band but yeah it's just from day one, it's just got that Rod Stewart feel to it. Um, I don't recall the Sex Party song as, as well as you seem to. Uh, I'll put that on my list. And a lot of Screaming it. Girls. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, my... like fans, like Beatlemania stuff? Well, not really. Not really. Oh, it's 7 o'clock time for the party. Yeah. I thought he had like a kind of a mix of Cinderella's Rod Stewart kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that raspiness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this next one. Good Lord. I tried not to. I tried not to, but I love this song so damn much. Doc and It's Not Love. I know I've talked about it before. Fucking Doc and It's Not Love. There's nothing wrong with this song, in my opinion. It's a great song, great video. The band taking it to the streets like only Doc and can. Why, baby? Why did you make me let you go and leave you so lonely? Fucking hear I, actually play, I still play this on acoustic guitar. It's a, a song. Great, it's a great song. But the best uh, part is in the middle when he's having that phone conversation. Yeah. The girl that's causing all this angst. Yeah. He's like, you know, well, maybe just tonight. But then he backs <laughs> out and says, no, no, I can't. I can't come over. No way. I told you. It's not, it's love. not love. Yeah. Great one. Yeah. Shakespeare. Modern day Shakespeare. Modern day Shakespeare. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, from here, this man, things get a little heavy here. I went into Testament, practice what you preach. Heavy uh, stuff. I mean, it, that's a definitely a left turn. Kind of a, yeah, this is this is this is 19. I mean, it's this is where I was laying the groundwork. Obviously, Master of Puppets, I think, was released. Um, you know, I was delving into the Metallica. Testament was another one. A lot of the heavier bands, I really didn't dig that much, but there was something about this record, something about the song. 
I dig it. Uh, fucking rocks. There's some sweet chunk and chunk of groove. Uh, at the, the great solos. Um, it, it's just freaking great, man. It's just from time to time, this is one that pops in my head. And I go, oh yeah, I fucking love that song. Oh, so, my ex brother ex brother in law was a huge Testament fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was not. I mean, this is this is about. I think this is the one record I really, really got into. None of their other stuff really hit me like it. But this, I just this song and this record was great. So, um, let's see. And then the last one that I've just recently added is a song called "Got the Time" by the band Anthrax. That thing gets in my head and just won't leave from time to time. That's a good one. Yeah, so I've added it and just did just a little basic research. Originally, Got the Time was recorded by Joe Jackson, British New Wave guy. Did uh, mm-hmm. Is she really going out with him, which was in something about Mary? So. Yep. It was on his 1979 debut album, Look Sharp. Uh, Anthrax version came in 1990 on the Persistence of Time record. Now, just looking through the articles, Joe Jackson wasn't a fan. Jackson was quoted as saying, <clears throat> I, I think it sounds kind of clumsy compared to the way we did it i mean <laughs> the version is really smoking this is my british accent by the way i forgot to mention that really great no yeah. it sounds like it really does does it okay good all right i'll keep going then yeah. um, do the rest I mean, of your uh i could get back into character you mess okay. okay. i mean our version is really smoking theirs is quite <laughs> slower than ours i can't do it anymore sorry uh the way i feel about it is thanks for the royalties guys uh, in another view, interview, he said, I could never quite understand why they were called a speed metal band because we played the song about twice as fast as they did. Uh, I think he might have been talking about a live version because I went back and listened to the album version and it's about the same speed. I don't know why he thinks they were playing it faster. So probably playing it live is maybe what he's talking about. But even the original is a great song, which I've always known it was an ori- or this song was a cover, never really remembered who originally did it but went back found it oh pretty good uh not bad but the, for whatever reason if i think of anthrax i think of this and then there's that fucking public enemy now bring the noise version anthrax did as well but uh but that's where i'm at this is where the this is where the list ends but uh go, going through this conversation i just thought of another one that's uh floating around and potentially make the list one day i gotta, gotta let it percolate and see if i feel the same about it in a couple of weeks and if i will this this list will continue to grow. Now you used to have a Spotify list for cooking and swimming and yeah, and I have several. Uh, several. This bit in that okay. whole, like, when do you call upon this list here? Oh, this list has most recently been called upon on a drive, you know, overnight from one city to the next for shows. And I'm, get to the point where I've listened and I've listened to enough podcasts or whatever, something that's like me, you know what? It's time for Vince Neil. You're invited, but your friends can't come and I'll put it on and I'll play through it. And then I'm good for another month or so. It just, just when it hits you, there's no right time for it. There's no wrong time for it. When you need a shot of adrenaline, like driving overnight. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, Maybe a good way to put it. I've got several overnight. I've got just a rock one that I've just loaded up with a bunch of rock songs to keep me awake if I'm trying to accomplish that. Or yeah, just just whenever it's honestly whenever it feels right. There's no right or wrong time. That's when I call upon this list. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Emily, so are you gonna go back and check out these songs and see what the hell we're talking about? Yes, I listened, I watched some YouTube videos of them prior yeah. to this podcast. And uh yeah. It, you have it helps to have a little <laughs> testosterone, like a high level of testosterone. Uh, I would think. Yeah, I don't see this being popular with, on w, like a WSTO or a top forty. No, 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 not at all. No. This is just this is just purely whatever reason songs from that kind of moment in time of just crap that would have been on cassettes I made to listen to while I drove around being a dumb 19 year old with your did you have your long hair then oh that would have been uh, no that would have been kind of the beginnings of the so, beginning of, yeah probably uh, had, had a little mullet action starting to happen but yeah i don't think the full hair thing i mean i don't think that kicked in until i was like 20 or so okay so you're away from it you kind of got the henry lee summer 
I never got <laughs> no. I never had that full blown look. look. No, it was never. It was never as glorious as that. I mean, it was just a little bit, and then I yeah no, yeah. And with the wind, it, it waved with the wind. It had directional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew it was windy by looking at Todd's the back of Todd's hair. It was no. It was it was never that long. It was never enough to make make that not long. Uh, feathery. Yeah. Not not as long as it was when you got hired at Robert Stadium. Yeah, I know that. That was too thick to wave in the air. Yeah, no, it's I've got really thick hair. Yeah, yeah, like that was rock solid. Yeah, it's heavy. I'm talking what about what year did you cut it? Mm, 89, 89, 90. You mean cut it? No, not cut it after it was long. Like, like when, when you I got cut in the it professional all off? world, yeah. Oh well, no, Hercules. Yeah, it's it's right after I started at the stadium. Yeah, in the box office. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So not, not Hercules, Samson. All right, when the Samson that. Yeah. Off. I remember we did a show with uh, Milby when he was working at whatever what it was called at that point. He came down and did a show. It was one of our first shows and met him and did all that and then like. Got my hair cut, and like six weeks later, he came down, and we did a show at Massacre, and I walked in and said hi, and he looked at me like he'd never seen me before, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I got a haircut. <laughs> yeah, he was just confused by who I was and how I knew him until I explained to him, yeah, I'm the same guy that has shorter <laughs> hair now. Oh, wow. Yeah, really? I've never seen him. What was your first, was Garth your first one? Garth was my first on sale. First on sale. Okay, yeah. so you were there in the spring of... That was a transition, yeah. Okay, all right. Yep. All right. All right, that's yeah. my report, man. So I'll go Very back good. to just doing one song instead of putting these lists together until it hits me again to do another list. But yeah, it's it's been fun. Like I said, I mean, it's it's to see you shake your head and wipe your face, Jimmy, and just be like, yeah, I was there. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how I feel about these, man. It's like, oh, my God. But then for some reason it just hooks in and I can't let it go. And it's like, all right, fine. I'll put you on the list. I'll listen to you from time to time. <laughs> it's good shit. So. Yeah. Right. I, that, I, uh, I, I associate a lot of not feeling good because of what I did the night before. Right. Making bad decisions. It is a lot of that. It was just, you know, learning your limitations. Yeah. That's this thing this is what this list is. Awesome. All right. Well, I think uh if I'm I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn here, but Emily might be bringing us a song here coming up soon. I think I have one. I yes. think I have my first one. Yeah. All right. We've got so that to look forward to. And, uh, yeah. That's the next episode. I think it's gonna be. Oh, holy moly. Yep. Yeah. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Right. right on. All right. We're looking forward to it. Um, anybody else got anything to say before we jump That's out of here? Have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's been the day after that. It's already it's been, yeah. So. Thanksgiving weekend. That's right. That's go right. to the circus. See Jimmy. That's right. Not on <laughs> Saturday. He's got a wedding to go to. I'll be in and out. I'll oh, be okay. in. Yeah. There you have it then. All yeah. right. Well, don't forget the email. Every playlist tells a story at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Jimmy, your wife's trying to get me to get a TikTok thing going. Yeah, she's all about that. You and I, her and the TikTok stuff. Yeah. I, I told her, I asked her if she was volunteering to run it for us, and she uh, she quickly backed down. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Talk is cheap. That's what I was said. <laughs> I love TikTok. I'm all about TikTok. It's, oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds like somebody, something out. Sounds like somebody's wanting to get a page started for us. Okay. Right on. We just have to figure out exactly what it's going to be like and we can do it. Yeah, that's true. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I'm totally yeah. down for yeah. that. Come up with the content. So. All right. Okay. Well, good seeing y'all. Good seeing we'll, you. Uh, We'll see what's up in the next, I don't know. We'll try to do this again and keep it going, as always. Sounds, good. Sounds great, Todd. I Love can't you. tell if Jimmy's frozen or he's just sitting I know. still. <laughs> <laughs>
I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> all right, cool. All right. all right, I'll talk to y'all later. Yeah, okay. Bye. Bye.